When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever started a home project and found out that you were in over your head? 651-641-1071. What was that project? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, have you ever started a home project and found out that you were way in over your head? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking? Because yesterday I was zoned out on the couch. And first of all, can I just like... Have a beef with HGTV? Yeah, sure. I don't usually have a beef with HGTV because I love my HGTV. Yeah, what's not to love? They just play the same shows over and over and over again, back to back to back to back to back. Well, yeah, that's you you mean like a like a what do they call that? Not a binge, like a marathon. Marathon, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like every day, that's what they do. Okay. So yesterday, from like I don't know, maybe ten o'clock until like six. They played a show called Help, I Wrecked My House. Okay. Which is where this HGTV star Jasmine goes in after people have gotten too far into a home project and realize that they're in over their heads. And then she fixes it, right? And like some of the things people get in over their heads about, you're like, whoa, who thought you could tackle that project? Yeah. And they have no plan and it ends up costing a lot of money. To redo, and she always runs into bigger problems than they of knew course. about. There's it's, always like a moment where she's like, "This is not supposed to happen." Yeah. Like I don't but know when they if come this back is from in break, the budget. It, it's fine. Every and time. at the end, there's a beautiful makeover, and you're like, "Oh my god, we never would have done this without you." And then there's tears, and it's a yeah. whole thing. Oh. But it made me wonder: like, have you ever done a home project and like halfway through been like, "Whoa, I'm not qualified for this." Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Megan's on the line. Megan. Thank you for holding. Megan, did you ever uh, start a home project and then realize you weren't qualified for it? Yeah. So this weekend I painted, decided to paint the master by myself when my husband was out of town for work. And I thought painting the ceilings would be a lot easier than it was. Oh, Um, what happened? Did you not, I mean, did it just get everywhere? Yeah. So really well, no, I didn't feel like on the floors of furniture. Well, I did, but not that badly. But um, it's a really old house. And so the walls and the ceiling were like absorbing more paint than I thought. So I had to like make sure the brush was a lot more um, uh, saturated. Yeah, I was going to say moist, but yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you for not saying moist. moist. <laughs> it drips like I got paint in my hair, paint in my eyes, Oof. like paint everywhere. That just sounds oh. like a nightmare, honey. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did but did he did he know you were doing this, your husband? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I like painting. I well, not feelings. I discovered, but yeah, don't <laughs> paint your feelings. We had to because our uh, walls to ceiling are coved, and so we sure. had to paint it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm done. Oh, Megan, I'm sorry. Thanks for your call. 651-641-1071. Have you ever gotten into a home improvement project and then realized you were in over your head? I just think what she did is so common that you look at your ceiling and you go, that needs to be painted. It can't be that hard. Yeah. And then you just... I'll just YouTube it. Yeah. And then no. you start it and it's nothing like that. Yeah. Which there was one of the one of the scenarios on this help I wrecked my house on HGTV, which by the way I think is also on Discovery Plus. So if you have that and you want to like, I don't know, feel good about yourself yeah. for not doing home improvement yeah. projects, and because one of the things this Jasmine tells people is like there are people for whom this trade is their business, yeah. and it will take them X amount of hours, and you thought you could just up and do it, no big deal. One of the couples had a home and they started their own home edition and they were figuring out how to add on to their home no by watching no. like youtube videos nope no. they had poured, poured their own foundation and oh it was literally not even i, mean, I don't understand ridiculous. like uh, what what scares me about that that's when like mm, well you know, because usually in a relationship, there's somebody who has sense enough to know that the other one is trying to drive them over a cliff <laughs> and will put the brakes on and say, you know what? Because we do this in our house all the time. Like one of us will say, let's just do this on our own. And inevitably you try it and then mm-hmm. you're like, OK, we're not going to do that again. Right? right. And it's like, OK, yeah. So like usually there's one common like one common sense person yep, who's going to the prevail. voice of reason yeah because there are just times when like even if yeah sure you can do it mm-hmm. but like for what benefit what's the cost to yeah, grief like, ratio is your time i think time is incredibly valuable and if you've got enough to try something new go for it. projects can be fun mm-hmm. but if it's like a thing you're going to be doing on a regular basis and you really don't want to give up that much time just let somebody else do it. Yeah, man. Because you're going to have so much less grief. I mean, you have to have the money. I get it. But, you know. Yeah, or or maybe it just isn't an important thing to do right in that yeah. moment. Let's go to yeah, Daniel. Sure. Daniel's on the line. Hi, Daniel. Daniel, did you ever get in over your head on a home uh, project? Yes, I did. Many years ago, I had a one and a half story bungalow in South Minneapolis. And the top floor was one big bedroom. I thought I can remodel it on my own. And I did a wall and someone came up and said, you know, that wall is really crooked. Oh no. no. So I decided, well, I better put out a few bucks. So I hired a friend who was a professional. He finished it. It was 10 times better than what I would have done. Oh, that's good. And you don't have to worry about it like falling down in the middle of the that's night. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. That's the other thing. Is that, so that's the other thing that this uh, this woman Jasmine basically teaches people as she's doing this show. Help! I wrecked my house. Like she will say to them, "What you did was a great idea, and it's super not to code." Yeah. Like you don't know structurally what a load bearing wall is yeah. or where you can cut in and what you've done is super not to code. And so like your house could have fallen on you. Now yeah, I get it. It's TV. So it's alarmist, but you know, well, but I'm like the exact opposite. I'm the person you'd have to 
tell me that I could actually do that and not ruin something because anytime like uh, my partner will he can do some rudimentary electrical things that I would not feel comfortable doing and I would hire somebody like yeah almost changing a light bulb not quite that bad yep but like pretty close my thing is like I want to I just want it to be done well and right because I think you probably end up spending more money on things that you try to do yourself that are then done wrong. Well, in the, the f- long run, I think that is more expensive. And with things like electrical, I just don't have, to, I don't want to have to worry in the middle of the night that my house is going to explode. Right. Because I crossed the wrong wire. Right. Or something. You put the wrong two together yeah. or something like that. Ooh. Anyway, if you are looking to feel really good about yourself for not doing home improvement projects and leaving it to professionals, watch Help I Wrecked My House on HGTV. It definitely, you will literally ask so many questions about the people you're seeing. Oh, like, I'm sure. What like, how earth? stupid can you, which is right. the fun part of the show. It right? kind of is. And like, I, at how, least I'm not that dumb. And these people have been like living in messes, like construction zone messes for months while yeah. they argue. And like their relationships are, you know, hanging in the balance. You'll feel real good about yourself if you watch oh, that good. long okay. enough. Right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the gooper scoopers together. Oh, yeah. uh, we got to talk about uh, Gwyneth's latest grift after this on My Talk 1071. Gwyneth Paltrow, will you Gwyneth not Paltrow, no. stop giving us things to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show? My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they What's dumb on goop now? Stop trying to sell sex dust. Mm? In this case, her latest grift over on goop is lady sex dust Mm -mm. with tons of asterisks and very little evidence. Okay, can I? I have not read about this, but can I make a can I wager a guess? Yeah, of course. On what this lady sex dust is. Yeah. Is this some sort of um, powder that you're supposed to uh, mix with water in a shake form that's going to make you horny? Kind of, but not really. It's a pill, but it is a dusty pill Okay, uh, that contains, of course, horny substances. Right, because, you know, there's stuff wrong with women if they're not horny. Yeah, well, and this is, to be fair, this is some equalization in the uh, fake sex dust category because men have, like, been, you know, like, I literally just got some random spam text the other day for something that was going to give me real... Get me real... the opposite of soft mm-hmm. <laughs> and um that's exactly what is the case for for goop in fact and of course it's so goopy lady sex dust it's a female libido booster okay mm-hmm. that's a thing female libido bu- booster and it's called dtf nope yeah nope and no. ac- a playful acronym for <laughs> down to bleep mm-hmm. right and Goop says of DTF, so what exactly is our new supplement, DTF? And WTF is in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the short answer, DTF is a daily supplement formulated to support women's sexual desire, arousal, and mood. It's also vegan, plant-based, made with no hormones, GMOs, gluten, or soy. Here's what's in it. So remember I said, you know, this is just like 
it's not like Goop invented this this thing, but it's just Goop putting their name on something that makes, I mean, again, promises that it can't keep, right? Right. And the promises that it can't keep, and let me get the actual specificals because I, I looked these up. Because I'm like, I you know, look, I take supplements, um, not for this. I don't have libido issues. I also know oh, that... You don't have lady libido issues. Like whenever you see a supplement that promises to fix a problem in life i'm very skeptical if it's like vitamin d then i don't mean it sounds like that vitamin d <laughs> uh i mean you know like the sun um or if it's for a specific purpose right that's been studied mm-hmm. and has shown clinical proof not just evidence because again asterisks like okay sure you can do these things but like do something real right this is not real here we go um, first up, and they are talking about the things that, that are in DTF. First up, Colleen, Libifem fenugreek extract. Okay, first of all, Libifem is like a product name. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming fenugreek it's like liberate a, females. Yeah, or exactly. From the, the jail that is their unhorniness. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and also fenugreek, which I think is like a spice that you so have in your. Fenugreek, actually, there, I mean, what I do know about fenugreek is it is something that is used frequently to help enhance a woman's um, breast milk supply. Well, it's also there to support healthy sexual arousal okay. and desire. Great. Okay. Uh, so you can find that though in your spice cabinet, I think. Yeah. Right. You mm-hmm. don't need the libafem version. Yeah. Also, can I just also, you know, like when people say like, oh yeah, because like my mother actually works in this world, the world of health and wellness, mm-hmm. and sells. She works with companies who sell products very similar to this, not to this, you know, goop level, but um, oftentimes what people don't realize is, you know. Sure. Maybe there was a study once that, and I don't know about fenugreek, so mm-hmm. I'm not here to like try to disprove specifically. Right. But sometimes you'll see these things are like, oh yeah, did you know this supplement does this for you? Well, yeah, if you took a truckload of it. Right. Right. And even if it's in this product, how much of it is in this product? Where did it come from? Right. And does it actually get absorbed by your body? Like you have some homework to do. Yeah. You don't just go, oh, I've taken my sex, my goopy sex dust. This is going to make me real horny. Let's right. do it. <laughs> anyway, back to that. DTF. Libby Femme. They also have Shatavari, which is an. Ad- <laughs> <laughs> I'd be real worried to take that. <laughs> uh, maybe it's Shatavari. Shatavari. Can you be careful? Can you ease up on that? (laughs) Ease up on the shot of Ari. (laughs) Well, you shouldn't, Colleen, because it's an adaptogenic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Herb. I'm assuming that means it's a mushroom oh. used in Ayurveda to support <laughs> female health. And they also give you mood support with saffron extract. Mm. I put some saffron extract and things for some flavor support. Right? Like, again, there and there's all these asterisks on this. Yeah. Here's my favorite part of goop, and we're taking goop to task for lady sex dust. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to make you real horny and last for days. Mm-hmm. Which, again, just like the Viagra conversation, I'm like, who's wanting to do this for days? Mm-hmm. Right and again, the, like yeah, sex call, was. Call your you doctor. You wanted to do that when you were twenty. Who wants to have sex for days when you're in your forties, fifties, right. and above? No, no. Nobody's like, got, ain't nobody got time. I got for that. plans. Yeah, uh, I have a nap I need to take. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, here's my favorite part of this goopy sex dust explanation. The ingredients in DTF work best when used over time, and consistency is key. Meaning, you're gonna now have to take this for sixty days. Or 30 days. Also, we're going to make money off of that because if you have to use this for a sustained period of time, it means you're in this for about at least three cycles, which how much does this crap cost? Uh, DTF. That's a great question. DTF. I don't have a price tag in front of me, but I imagine it's probably like, yeah, it's probably like $45, which translates to about $150, $55 for a 30 day supply. There you go. So you're in it for a while. Cause right. You got to take it regularly. Yeah. So a month, 90 days from now, you're going to be real herny and and then you got to keep it up. And again, I'm all about, Taking care of yourself, but do you know where she gets her horny goat weed? Okay. Or whatever it is. Here's the other thing. And this is my bigger issue with goop in general, is that under the auspices of female empowerment, Gwyneth is actually selling you a product that tells you you're not okay. Yeah. And I mean that across the board. Yeah, oh, like, for sure. Take a minute to look at the products that Goop sells. They all sell you at, at a vulnerable place. They all are something that is telling you if you want to be normal, you got to be, you got to take this DTF. You got to be real herny. In the description on her website, um, we also know that everyday stress and anxiety, hormonal fluctuations, and fatigue can all impact female libido and sexual health. Problem. You right. have this problem. You have right? a problem. Which actually, that's just saying you're normal. Right. Because that's normal. Right. And you don't need to be horny all the time. Right. Because you should probably deal with the things that are causing anxiety. Yeah, but, not just but we like... have a project. We have a product for that over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take your fenugreek and, and your, your shatavari. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. Debate. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And uh, we have some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. Uh, we have a name for them. And that name is D presenting Bags. Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Who's your D bag? Robin Thicke. I know that this is like an old story. Now, because it's a day old. Oh, yeah, but you weren't here. It's day old bread. You go, girl. I This story about Emily Ratajkowski on the set as a model, as a a model slash music video um, person. Yeah. uh, On the set of Robin Thicke's song, 
what the hell is the name of that song? Blurred Lines. Thank you. Blurred Lines. That is like a seriously problematic song when you go and listen to the words. Yeah. Um, She tells the story in her book about the fact that she was groped by Robin Thicke during the filming of that video. Now, the other thing I found kind of surprising is that um, the director of the video was Diane Martell. I did not know that. And what I appreciated about this story is that she saw this happen. Mm -hmm. She saw Robin Thicke put both hands around the back of Emily Ratajkowski and grab her boobs. And Diane Martell was like, what the bleep was that? And shut everything down. Mm -hmm. And then made kind of an excuse for Robin Thicke by saying uh, he was drinking at the time. He's now sober, I believe. Uh, And she said, I don't think he would have done this had he been sober. Which, how can you say that? I mean, you don't know that. But he did it and doesn't really none of that excuses the fact that he did it yeah um that was her saying that that was uh, Ratajkowski no that was Martell oh uh she she said she responded to the alleged assault by shouting at Thick, who she claims was drinking adding I don't think he would have done this had he been sober Mm, okay Uh, she said I I screamed in my very aggressive Brooklyn voice what the bleep are you doing that's it the shoot is over that's what she told uh got it a, a newspaper in the UK. Uh, she says that she had taken measures to make the women feel comfortable on the set. She said that Robin, now this is Diane Martell who directed it, sheepishly apologized. Now, here's where his debaggery gets even more debaggery. Yeah. So that's bad enough, right? Yeah. Like he grabbed a woman. She said she felt like a, she being Emily Ratajkowski, said that she felt like she was just this like tool on uh, a hired mannequin, is the way she put it. Yep. Yeah. The, the reason or one of the reasons why she um, has decided to go public with this, she said that apparently uh, Robin Thicke blocked her on Instagram. Okay. And she was like, with that one gesture, Robin Thicke had reminded everyone on set that we women weren't actually in charge. I didn't have any real power as the naked girl dancing around in his music video. I was nothing more than a hired mannequin. Yeah. And his... Uh, blocking her on Instagram was like another way of just shutting her down entirely. Yeah. And so she was like, I'm going to talk about this publicly. Mm-hmm. Deep. I just, he grosses me all the way out. Yeah. I mean, Robin Thicke seems like a very specific creature to a very specific time and place and culture. And one that hopefully we have moved on from or are moving from. Mm-hmm. I know that that's easier said than done and probably not so much, but at least on the surface and publicly, People acknowledge that that's not acceptable behavior in a way that maybe they would have just laughed it off before, you know, like, oh, he was just drunk. It's fine. I mean, you know, he apologized. Mm -hmm. Okay, whatever. It's not that 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 those things aren't all true. And I'm sure that Emily Ratajkowski would say the same thing because we're best friends. I don't know. But it's not about the end. It's not about the individual. Like, it doesn't matter what Emily Ratajkowski thinks. It's Mm -hmm. we've talked about this so many times from the Me Too era onward. Um, that that doesn't mean anything. It don't make it about the specific situation because that just takes the the attention away from the sort of like overarching problem uh, or, you know, the 
Because if you can just excuse things away onesie-twosie, then you never deal with the underlying problem. Right, right. I will say the other thing, one last thing about Robin Thicke before we move on, is it is really hard for me to reconcile the fact that he is Mr. Seaver's son. Mm-hmm. Like Alan Thicke. We're old. We're old, but I just, that's, it's hard. I, it, I don't, I can't compute at all. Okay, that's all. Thanks. Bye. She's shutting down. I did. I just, I, like, I've, all the springs went loose at the same time. Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Megan Trainer. Oh. Ew! This is so ishy. This is so ishy. She has, her and her husband have matching toilets, and they go to the bathroom together. What? Um, and my favorite is in the page six article. It says, is this the secret to not getting dumped? No, no, <laughs> I just love page six. No. So Megan Trainer, um, apropos of nothing, talked about how her and her husband, Daryl Sabara, have taken intimacy to a whole new level. Also, I would argue with that. I don't think that's intimacy because for the record, I think intimacy is very important. Um, pooping with your partner is not a level of intimacy that anybody should strive to. Mm-hmm. But uh, they apparently have toilets that are were installed next to each other so they can, quote, go to the bathroom at the same time. Okay, I'm looking at their house right now. I find it real hard to believe that they don't have another bathroom option in that large house. Yes. Um, so she said on a podcast, why won't you date me? Which uh, I think we know why we won't date her. <laughs> right. On Friday, um, she said, nobody knows this, but in our bathroom, there was one toilet. And I'll, yeah, I think that's called every that's bathroom. That's how bathrooms <laughs> Unless are. it's a public toilet. There was one toilet. And a lot of time in the middle of the night when we're with the baby, we've just got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have toilets next to each other? Okay. First of all, it's called, I mean, Jamie and I, I don't know if you know this. Maybe you and your husband have the same experience. Sometimes move through the house together and maybe we both are going towards the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And one of us, like, we both have to pee at the same time. Mm-hmm. One, one of two things. It. One of two things. Mm-hmm. Either one of us holds it while the other one goes to the bathroom. Or one of us goes to the other bathroom. Right. Right? Right. Okay. But she admitted that she um, asked her contractor... Can we please have two toilets next to each other? So wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Is this when they were building that they came up with this? Or was this like a renovation? I, I don't know. Not that but it, it says, super matters, but... No, it just says um, she admitted her contractor initially thought she was joking, but he ended up agreeing to the unusual request and added a new toilet beside the existing one. That's so that says okay. to me, they just picked up... And also, that contractor should be fired because anybody... Because first of all, you're dooming your... Resale, but I think celebrities, even rich celebrities like Megan Trainer, should probably pay attention to things like that. But like, who in their right mind is like, "Oh, hey, Carol, this bathroom has two toilets. Let's get it." I mean, no. I suppose like in the rich people echelon that we're not in. If you, I, you know, I'm sure it's like you wreck it. You see that rich person flex in that other person. So when they do decide to resell and people are looking at the Megan trainer house and they see the dual toilet bathroom, they're like, Oh, that is a rich person. Like, Oh, that's how they're showing. Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. Right. Like they like to pee together. That's Oh, but wait, there's more. It's not just peeing together because I thought to myself, okay, you both like to pee together. You're weird, you know, but fine, but whatever floats your boat in 
Can a we boat of not pee? say float in this experience? <laughs> Floater. Um, I'm getting there because if it was just peeing that was the issue, you could do the thing. And I've always thought this would be ideal. But again, I would never do it because any house that I lived in, I'd be like, well, that's never getting resold. So unless I knew I was dying in that house and nobody I cared about needed to resell it, um, which is entirely plausible because I have no children. Um, I would install a urinal next to the turlet. Sure. So that one could stand and pee, and then one could sit so, and pee. It's interesting because that's the first thought I had: was this woman wants two toilets? Why doesn't she just install a urinal? Because they're not just peeing together. Apparently not. Quote, oh my gosh! Quote: We pee at the same time a lot, but we we've, we've got two toilets sitting next to each other, and we've pooped together twice. Mm mm. Mm mm. Can we? That's, no, I don't. Who? I can't. In their right mind. I don't want to. I'm like, this is no. I understand. Okay, here's one level I would grant you. You know, sometimes you leave the door open because you just don't care. Or you're in a hurry. Or you're in a hurry, or it's an emergency. Right. But like the other person knows enough to not like hang. Hang out. Right. Right. You're like, oh, that's happening. Mm-hmm. And if they're coming down the hallway, they're like, are you in there? And they're like, yeah. And then they move, turn around right. and go back the other way. Right? right. But to think that you would actually take your pants off. <laughs> I don't want to go to the next Sit place. Down. I don't want to go to the next place. Hey, how was your day? No. What What, what do you think about dinner? No. You're just not doing that. Listen, in ancient Greece, they did this. They had big well, places where they... That's because they didn't know any better. We've and moved they also, on. This they, is my point. We've moved on. Yeah. They we also, have other options. They also had other institutions that we shall no longer... True. Uh, em- employ, but... So true. Yeah. I... This upsets me. Also, what really bugs me about this more than anything, above, like, the fact that it exists, right, to each their own, have fun with it. Fine. You needed You want a toilets. butt warmer? Those people that talk about how they love their Toto bidet toilets that squirt and cool. dry and all that stuff, I still haven't figured out why people are obsessed with those, but go for it. Have it. Do it. Here's where I... This is where you lose me, Megan Trainer. is the fact that you wanted to share this with everybody... Like you and thought, you did you think you were going to be validated by like what? Why? And to tell people that you've gone no. do do. No, I don't. Don't don't. Okay, yeah. that's all I have to say. I mean, I know you've had small children. Did you ever need to do do together? No. Like, oh hey, no, honey. No, actually, to be fair, we have on our sleeping floor we have one bathroom that we share with five people. Um. On our sleeping floor, we have other we have other bathrooms in the house, but we just have one on the sleeping floor. So I understand what it feels like to have two people going for the same toilet at the same time. Again, if that happens, the solution in my mind was never, well, looks like we need another toilet in there. <laughs> no, I would, again, either yeah. cross my legs and wait mm-hmm. or go to the other bathroom. Yeah. It is not necessary. Or like, go out in the backyard, because frankly, I would do that well, before I would poop next to someone. You have that. Oh. Oh. Okay. I thought we were talking about peeing, but now I'm no, intrigued. Peeing, well, peeing, <laughs> sure. That too, I guess if it was, well, like, I don't know, pee in the, I, like, there are other places to pee. Right. But when you get to backdoor emergencies. No, no, thank you. Yeah, there's no, thank there are very you. limited options. 
When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of number two emergencies, I would like to tell you all about Dancing with the Stars last night. Um, I just have... It was Britney night last night on Dancing with Stars, which, by the way, kudos, Dancing with the Stars, way to seize the moment. Uh, But I want to tell you all about Britney Spears' night on Dancing with the Stars and whether or not she should really feel honored by that after this on My Talk 1071. Last night was Britney night on Dancing with the Stars, and um, I I took one for the team and I watched it for everybody. It's a gift I give. You're so kind. You're welcome. Wow. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I have so many things about Dancing with the Stars last night that we need to talk about. The All right. first one is let's just get it out of the way. Tyra Banks. I would like to get her out of the way. Is she a distraction? She's a super distraction. And there's one very specific reason why. She thinks the whole show is about her. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. So she tries to like dress in a way that is reflective of the theme. Did she dress like Britney Spears? What do you think her first outfit was? It's so obvious. It's so obvious, like the schoolgirl. Oh my gosh, oh. you didn't even have to watch it to know. And she always does an outfit change halfway through. So what was her second outfit, Bradley? Um, Britney outfit? I don't know, something sexy? Yep. Toxicy? Mm-mm. No, I don't know. Oh, oh, I don't remember snake. that outfit. Oh, the snake. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, the, you know, it's a it looks like a cheap costume. And I know she is trying to go high fashion. And I'm sure that those outfits cost an obscene amount. Yeah. But it's ridiculous. And she does when she when she shows up on stage, she does a full catwalk walk and poses, which is what Tyra does. Oh my God, that's hilarious because it's a fashion show. Yeah, but because Dancing it. with the Stars is, is a fashion show. It is Tyra. And she's terrible. I mean, she's just terrible. She's not even good at the job. It's really, like, at the, at the you you realize when you watch her how good we had it with Tom Bergeron. Which is really a weird statement to I come know. out of a mouth. It's true. Like, you watch. I'm sorry, Tyra Banks. Tom Bergeron really <laughs> You Nailed make, it. You make Tom Bergeron look real good. I mean, to be fair to Tyra, I don't think Tom Bergeron would have come out with a snake. A thousand percent. True. Maybe he well, would. I don't know. I don't know. But it just, and it wasn't a real snake. It was like a fake stuffed snake. I'm. T- are you looking up her outfits? Yeah. Do you see She looks snake? like some character from uh, like the Wizard of Oz. It was absolutely terrible. So you were not a fan of not a the fan. Tyra Banks, which doesn't surprise me because I know um, you've had things to say about Tyra in the past. I, used I didn't to love watch Ty Ty. I didn't watch her on um, what's that show that she was on? America's, uh, America's Next, Next Top, Top Model. Model. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I know. You know, I don't know. She's listen. That is a woman who has figured her grift out, and she's it's working for her. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing I'd like to speak about is what. Just if you can imagine how the package before they dance, you know, they check in with them before they dance and they do like a package and the package is like, it's Britney week. And then the person talks about how much Britney means to them. Right. So imagine, if you will, the package. Let's just try this one on for size. The Jojo Siwa package. Like you can probably do this. Right. Like Jojo, it's Britney week. And then Jojo. Ah, my. God, okay. I love Britney. 
Why do you love Brittany Jojo Siwa? Because she's my hero. Why is she your hero? Because she's a woman. Because she's just like me. Oh. So the uh, the ability of our favorite celebrities to insert themselves in the Britney oh, narrative. Sure. Yeah. So Jojo's like, I love Britney. Britney's a pop star. I'm a pop star. She was a child celebrity. I'm a child celebrity. She's a singer. I'm a singer. She's a dancer. I'm a dancer. And like, literally, I'm like, I'm done now. Jojo, do yeah. stop it now. Because yeah. you're, girl, you're I know Britney, Britney Spears. Yeah. Some, Some of my, my best, best friends, friends are Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. You are, you no, are Britney Spears. <laughs> no Britney Spears, girl. So she did that. Uh, Brian Austin Green also kind of did that. Because, of course, he made it about him growing up in the 90s. Uh, being a celebrity in the 90s. You know, I I was on 90210 in the 90s. Which Sharna Burgess then took that opportunity to be like, I didn't even know who you were in the 90s. I didn't watch your show. Yeah. Okay. The one person who I would have given a free pass to, to do the like, I'm just like Britney Spears dance, was Mel C. Oh, yeah, because right? she pop star. And Mel C, to her amazing credit. Well, but see, that's because Mel C is an actual professional. Right. She didn't do it. She was like... Britney Spears is amazing. She is a pop star of all pop stars. I'm a huge fan. And she is the ultimate girl power. And then she was like girl powered it. Yeah. Did not insert herself in the narrative to be like, I am a contemporary of Britney Spears. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Now, bringing it back to Tyra Banks, there was a point at which she was interviewing Brian Austin Green after the dance. Uh Uh-huh. And she said to Brian Austin, note, note, I don't care about the dancing. Have you noticed that? People danced. It was fine. I'm looking at all the other stuff that's going on in the moment. So Tyra's interviewing Brian Austin Green. And she only has time for one very quick question. And Sharna had said, I I had posters of, um, what's his face? Nick Carter on my on my wall in the nineties, I, d- I didn't know what a Brian Austin green was. Yeah. So Tyra says to Brian Austin green, who did you have pictures of on your wall? And Brian Austin green said, you Tyra Banks. And Oh God. Oh my, I was like, stop everybody. Stop. It was just one big circular experience. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was so, yeah, it's, it always feels like on that show when I watch it, like I do love, um, and I don't watch it anymore, which tells you how much I actually love it. But when I did watch it on a regular basis, the thing that I enjoyed was watching the performances, right? It's all that other stuff, which just is always seems so like, I'm like, there's a producer somewhere who's getting paid really well for this. And I imagine that, that that it's worth it because that's what it appears to be. It's like, here is the line you are now going to execute. Right. That I have written for you behind the scenes. Okay. So let me just add one more awkward thing from last night's Dancing with the Stars. Listen, things are happening weird because of COVID-19. It's still, it's like a thing. We are doing things we've never done before. Yep. Cheryl Burke tested positive mm-hmm. like last week. Then her uh, partner, Cody Rigsby, or is it Rigby? Regardless, the Peloton instructor, by the way, they can't say Peloton. Yeah. For the whatever guy reason. who rides a bicycle right? for work. I mean, they'll show segments of his actual workout, but they can't say Peloton. It's so weird. Anyway, he he then tested positive for COVID-19. They both were cleared to dance by doctors and they danced each of them in their own living room 
on a split screen. No. Yes, no, Bradley. It was no. super No, here's my question. No. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I feel like they were they both, both have COVID-19. Why can't they just dance together well, somewhere? Because they're probably required to quarantine. I mean. So they would have had to quarantine together, but it it was that's a, weird. it was as awkward as it sounded. Like they were like, we're d- down, but we're not out. We're dancing together, it's th- together get, but separately. Okay, Bill they got Cosby. terrible. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. They got bad marks. <laughs> okay, it was good. just, it was awkward. Right. So, in closing, Brittany, I'm sorry they honored you in such a way. You oh, deserved poor better. Brittany. She probably didn't watch. Oh no, no. for sure.